You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show coming to you from the No Name Studio out on the bleeding edge of technology from Sweet Home, Alabama to the world uh, now in our 30th year, trying to finish year 30 as uh, we roll on. Uh, We do have Speedy, we do have Helmsy, we do have Adler and friends to abandon puppies everywhere. Uh, The real Greg Burgess is back. If you got the kickoff hour, you heard him updating a little bit, but we'll dive in deeper on the bigger show as we move forward now because now we're all together. So he's still got to hear from uh, yours truly, Adler and Bubba. We have not weighed in yet. So uh, the gang is all here. We're ready to go forward. There's much to do on the program, huge stories uh, within the show, as you just heard, uh, but also uh, around the country and uh, your phone calls will also spawn topics at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We're missing the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to Rick and Bubba. Well, they never said it would be. Whoever said it should be. And nothing comes free. Thank you, boys. Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. Dr. Hook. Life ain't easy. Uh, that is a dandy. Uh, and, uh, that is, uh, you know, we've, you've heard us talk a lot about that, uh, over the last uh, several months here on the program. Uh, today we'll get an update. Uh, Bubba, I will say this, uh, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon have been fired and my job doesn't feel so secure itself. (laughs) 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 Kind of like the old country song, huh? Yeah. You know, every time these things happen, whether I like the person or not, I'm cautious to pile on. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. so uh, we'll we'll break that down today. We have two, uh, Two media personalities that have uh, been let go on the same day. Kind of odd timing there a little bit on it's that. It's almost like they cut a deal. You let yours go, I'll let mine go. Yeah, it's we, almost uh, like a hostage situation. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you that the uh, – look, personalities aside, and we saw this because, you know, even when O'Reilly was very, very popular, there, was, there, were, there were accusations against him that at the time those accusations were, were, were costly. And, and if he behaved the way they said he behaved, then he put himself right. in, that, in that own situation. The Tucker Carlson thing is a little more perplexing, whether you like him or don't like him or, you know, you liked him at the office or didn't like him. His show appeared to have monster ratings and, and a huge audience. Well, and, Bills, Bills did too. Right. Well, yeah. what I'm talking about, but Tucker didn't even have that against him. At least, yeah. at least O'Reilly, that was the point I was making. His was a big one, but he had a women were making accusations. Alleged. Where Tucker is really just sitting here, and and the accusations against Tucker are people who don't like what he says and and what he does. Well, there, at, there's at, some things that yeah, are bubbling up now yeah, that there so, may be more going okay. on behind the well, scenes. Well, that's what, yeah, you. you're you're ahead of me. I'm like, well, that's what I'm asking. What's going on here? Because, you know, we know what the deal is in every professional sport and and in all of entertainment and uh, and media. You have to be more fine than you are crazy. Yep. And it looked like that Tucker, with all the things that uh, the people who write checks to us, they seem to like. He seemed to be fine. But uh, but apparently something has happened to change that, and and, and we'll we'll work. Yeah, on we'll that. we'll dig into that and look at what's bubbling up out there. Uh, uh, Fox Media Corp. yesterday did take a five point four percent dive in their stock, about five hundred million. Mm-hmm. In uh, cap- capital value, so um, we'll we'll see how all that plays out as we we watch those. And I also thought uh, it was odd, Bubba. And I mean, look, I'm not trying to tell Fox what to do, 
But replacing him with Dylan Mulvaney, that just uh, – I don't know that that's the you way to You know, Brian killed me to understand failed in last night. I fully he, expected Dylan Mulvaney and, to get this game. Yeah. Yeah. And he's back on the morning show this morning, so they're going to they're gonna run him hard. Uh, Brian, but yeah. not Dylan Mulvaney. You're right. No, yeah. no, no y'all kill me. Look, I felt – I started laughing when you told me the way you laughed apparently when you saw it because Sherry was telling me and when all this happened, and I said, well, look, I'm fishing with Dad, so – be interesting to flip over to Fox News, see what's, see what's going on. She goes, Fox News is acting as if this has never happened, that there's no story, there's no anything. And I thought, well, who's the poor sap that's going to get Tucker's gig tonight? Yeah, and when you yeah. tell me it was Brian Kilman, yeah, I know, that, that on me. Yeah. We were talking because they did announce, you know, staff are going to fill in until they right. figure out who's going to land there. And I, they, he's the first one I thought of. I was like, man, they're going to call on him again. Well, he, he's their utility player. Oh, sure. He yeah. goes where he needs to oh, go. Yeah. But there's nothing yeah, more fun to go on to somebody's time Slot where everybody who loves him is now mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Too, I was thinking about this. What a strange time for uh, Dan Bonagino to to leave too, because he would have been a good person to fill in. For that, that is, slot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but uh, we'll see but what, they, what they Fox is doing. They and, couldn't reach a deal with him either. Yeah, and the new the new generation of Fox, where I think they are. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. You you definitely see a move from CNN to push to the middle. Well, and I think you're seeing it from Fox to pull back to the middle too. Yeah, Sean has. I mean, the, Sean's unapologetic, no doubt about that, and and Laura Ingram as well. But Tucker was willing to go. What I'm talking about, he was willing to go Newsmax on you if it, if, oh, if, if he needed to. Where right. where Laura and Sean are still very staunch. You know, Tucker would go into things like declaring, you know, that World War Three has started because we have uh, troops on the ground in Ukraine. And he would make announcements like that, right? And 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 you know, those when you're there was a time when Fox would have been like, well, that's that's all. I'm all that's provocative. I'm all in. Right. But they don't really have the stomach for some of the 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 angry mobs as they once had. I don't. And, and there's speculation that Rupert Murdoch may be wanting to sell off Fox News. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the I, I don't know. I would think that you would want to keep your star players if you were selling it off as opposed sure to get would. rid of them. Yeah, I'd want you to buy it with all of Tucker's ratings, and I don't know how his revenue does, but I know he's got a big audience, yeah. and I assume those. You know, if nothing else, I bet Mike Lindell can. Right, get you enough spots on there. Yeah. <laughs> he runs a bunch of them. He there. runs a few. He runs a few. <laughs> I'm thankful for yeah. him. Well, They're in here. Somewhere Tucker Carlson is snuggled into a MyPillow 2.0 right now. Well, I, I don't think you've seen the last. No. No. I, I saw Glenn. You know what Glenn said? Come on to Blaze. We'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> he said that loud and clear yesterday. <laughs> we'll bring that audience over here to Blaze. We'll take it. Uh, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up as we continue to unpack it after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, so we do have, uh, it's Rama and Adler's teaching how to say it. Rama. Ramaswamy. Ramaswani. Ramaswamy. Swami. Okay. Rama. It's almost like a character mm-hmm. that Johnny Carson used to do. Ramaswamy. Who, who is Ramaswamy? He is a Republican candidate that was running for an office, and him and Don Lemon got into it a little bit. We'll look at no. this. Some of the folks are saying this is the interview that finally pushed Don Lemon over the edge. Okay. It wasn't the the comments about women, women and their prime, sure. and it wasn't the 100 other things he said over the history of his career that he's had to take a day off about. But this is the one that finally put him over the edge. All right. So here, here is the – this is the interview that everybody thinks was the end of Don Lemon. Mm-hmm. So, With due respect, I find I find your explanation reductive and actually insulting, including to black Americans, to say that black people today, compared to 1964, 1865, haven't made progress in part because of the freedoms we secured. And the Second Amendment was black part people, of the Hang on, please. Freedom. I cannot keep a thought if you guys are talking to me in my ear. So uh, hang on one second. So to say that, that black people, say, say what you said again. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Amendment rights were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not, you are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction, you're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War, and that things turned around. People tried to change the freedoms that were supposed to happen. And you know how they got it? They got their Second Amendment rights, and they actually got, the NRA played a big role in that. But today, down the The NRA did not play a big role. 
Oh, they trained black Americans how to use firearms. That's a lie. That's not. The NRA did not play a big role. This is just historical fact. But not historical fact. The part that I find because you say it's historical fact. The part that I find insulting is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's where you and I have the freedom that black and white that black people don't have in this country, and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate without me regarding you as a black man, but me regarding you as a fellow citizen. You're sitting here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me about what it's like to be black. Whatever ethnicity I'm, I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate. On the content of the ideas, do it. You should do it in an honest way and in a fair way. And what you're doing is not an honest and fair way. Okay. We appreciate you coming on. With due respect, Don, I look forward to continuing that conversation. Thank you. Conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Papa. We'll talk about China. Yes, talk about China. You come back. Oh, thank you. Much to say on declaring independence from China. Okay. Something you can add on now, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. The whole time she was just a nervous wreck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh. Um, so they say, and he he he. You know, you could run a list of he he was getting where he would he was easily thrown into a tizzy and it seemed like they were happening more and more and more mm-hmm. you know yeah. and um and he became impossible to even discuss anything with yeah you know? so uh, so he is out uh Tucker Carlson is out uh and uh, and we'll unpack uh, what what does what does all this mean going forward you know the thing uh, speedy was saying he, he heard um uh it was Clay and Buck that now yeah. do the Rush Limbaugh slot yeah uh, and they were they were uh, saying that um, uh, there were a couple of things that I noticed of people who seem to have information behind the scenes on a number of things, mm-hmm. and one of them was what you're talking about that Tucker Carlson was ready to do his show last night, defending himself against um, Dominion and and the lawsuit that was brought against Fox News for claiming that they manipulated the election, and he was ready to come back and say I'm going to show you that the things I said had merit and I didn't defame them in any way. And, and that, that when the, the Fox says, look, we've settled this lawsuit. So you're not doing that story that Tucker and his team said, we are going to do the story. And Fox news says, no, you're not. And that led to the ultimate, well, if this is the way right. we're going to be, you're out. Right. So I don't know. That's true. That's just what they're saying. And another one that I think does have merit though. You know, a lot of people start trying to claim that Fox news fired Glenn Beck. And I saw Stu, you know, has who does Stu does America? Who's been his long time? You may have caught Rick uh, on Stu. Does I was America. on Stu's with, but anyway, he actually put out. I like when people said, "Hey, I was there, and and I saw the extension." Glenn Beck was offered an extension to stay at Fox. Right. Glenn left because that's what he wanted to do. Right. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be more independent. He didn't want to work for a network anymore or a cable network anymore. And he'd been at CNN too. Yeah, and yeah. and he said so. Don't start comparing. Tucker's situation to Glenn's right. saying, here they go again. He goes, Glenn was not fired. He, he, I, I sat in the room and saw Fox news slide over the extension to Glenn, which Glenn turned down and said, I think I'd rather go independent. Yeah. And, so, uh, and Robert, uh, F Kennedy jr. Uh, mm-hmm. he weighed in yesterday and he said that Fox fired Tucker five days after Tucker crossed the red line by acknowledging that the TV networks, pushed a deadly and ineffective vaccine to please their pharma advertisers. Apparently, in a monologue from April 19th, he uh, went on to and told the truth about how greedy pharma advertisers controlled TV news content and exposed everybody. And so he's claiming that's the reason. So everybody's well, got, there, there could everybody's be several. got their opinion. Yeah, there several. could be several. Yeah. Yeah, several. Fox may have said, look, we're not going to run off our pharma advertisers. We're not going to go back and, and open up this settlement we've already got because we said we're not going to talk about it. We've signed off on that, so we can't go back and talk about it. And and uh, and and Tucker, may his agreement may have been that he controlled his own uh, you know, content. As to what he wanted to, to cover, so you had a a conflict, and they said, "Well, we can't have that." So, yeah, that, I, that may it may be several issues. Yeah, Who and I, I hope what I here's what I hope is, and this is what you and I've been talking about for years, even when it comes to you know boycotts and all that. And it was funny; I had somebody, and they did come back and go, "Well, I'm younger. As I get older, maybe they were they were once again saying, well, I just have to disagree with y'all on it's hard to be consistent with boycotts and all this.'" And I said, you realize the very thing that you are sending me this message on, 
you're with one or two companies, and both of them are some of the most liberal, uh, agenda-advancing companies in the world uh, that are they're as woke as woke can be. And basically came out and said, well, that is a good point. I said, you're already inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you talking True. to us about why, why we made this point, the very thing you sent me the message on, the fact that you bought this product, you say, I mean, you, I hate to say it, if you're not woke, you're living in a world where every product around you comes from a company that is bending to be woke. Right. So which one do you pick? And I think there is places you pick and say, that was a line for me. I'm not saying that. But if you go out there every time, somebody, tough. if you go out there every time somebody says something that's woke and says, "Well, I'm not, I don't know why we're not boycotting that product," and the very thing you're calling people to boycott on is also a woke company, I mean, I mean, you just have to watch. But 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 what I hope we're not getting, Bubba, and I know this is that what we do for a living, we're moving into a world that we got to sit down every day and be sure that we don't say anything that may offend any group that might make the people who pay us uncomfortable to the point they say, watch what you're doing. And I mean, I watch every word and every other week we're going to meet with you and say, that's another thing you can't say, or you're going to be fired. Right. I, I sure hope we're not going into that world. Mm-hmm. We, won't, um, we won't fare well there. No. On, on the Don Lemon thing too, they pointed out, and I, I thought this was, was pretty crazy in this. The, the discussion was about post civil war. Mm-hmm. History, right? And Don Lemon would not let right. him talk and would not accept his position because he wasn't black. And never once did he say, "No, I've researched the history." And the history actually says this. He never said that. No. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. All right, so Bubba, let's. Uh, we do have Tucker Carlson, with him being, uh, you know, uh, fired. And this one's a little more shocking, and we may find out there's other things behind it we don't know. Uh, but it looks shocking on, on on the first look because you're like real successful show. I mean, not just there on uh, you know the cable uh, channel, but also on their uh, you know uh, streaming uh, app. He he was very prominent on that, doing you know interviews and and some interviews that got in some great conversations. And uh, so, but now he is gone. But there's an interesting audio clip that we have today in, in video from Adler. Where he's he's he and uh, Speedy have found uh, Tucker talking on another show about uh, the state of the media, and at one time he said I was part of the problem. Uh, so uh, here is uh, here is Tucker, uh, and he is um, uh, it's called Full Send is the podcast, uh, and and just listen to his comments in his own words. Here we go. Like I've spent my whole life in the media. My dad was in the media. Like that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like there's no, yeah, I know. I know. Cause you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world and to look around and all of a sudden you're like, Oh wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like I actually did that. Can you imagine if you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it. Well, I've had a million regrets, not being more skeptical, calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? Mm-hmm. So I say, you know, you committed murder or you rigged the last election before you attack me as a crazy person for saying that, maybe you should explain whether you did it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for too long, I participated in the culture where I was like, anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy, is a conspiracy theorist. And I just really regret that. I'm ashamed that I did that. And and partly it was age, partly was the world that I grew up in. So when you, when you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course they're part of the means of control. I'm like, that's obvious to you because you're 28, but I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media tries to do, though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to inform you. Really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servants. They're their Praetorian Guard. And we should treat them with maximum contempt because they have earned it. So there you go. Yeah, and uh, and it is interesting that he doesn't know he's about to be fired in that interview. Um, also, uh, 6C, uh, and this was Friday night. Uh, he didn't know that his time on Fox was winding down. Uh, interesting that this was one of the last things he was mm-hmm. allowed to say. 
uh, on Fox News on Six C Adler and uh, and Rick. The, he is speaking. This is uh, not on on right, the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's at a speaking engagement when, he, when he's talking about <clears throat> the truth is contagious. Yeah. The truth is contagious. Lying is, but the truth is as well. And the second you decide to tell the truth about something, you are filled with this. I don't want to get supernatural on you. But you are filled with this power from somewhere else. Try it. Tell the truth about something. You feel it every day. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. That's completely real. It's measurable in the way that you feel. And, of course, the opposite is also true. The more you lie, the weaker and more terrified you become. We all know that feeling. You lie about something, and all of a sudden you're a prisoner of that lie. You are diminished by it. You are weak and afraid. Drug and alcohol use is the same way. It makes you weak and afraid. But you look around, and you see these people, and some of them really have paid a heavy price for telling the truth. And they are cast out of their groups, whatever those groups are, but they do it anyway. Yeah, no, no doubt, and uh, and then uh, I don't know. Do you think six B? I mean, it's. I think it's. Or you want to do the? I mean, his last moment. It, it. There's nothing profound about it. He's talking about eating pizza with a hero delivery man, uh, who stopped a, a carjacker. But I mean, that's not going to be anything that says, "Oh wow, that was the last thing he said." But, <laughs> but I mean, it just historically is the last thing he said. But, yeah. <clears throat> but, but six B. Um, and that's really him saying that people go along with the narrative they know's not true to like keep their job or whatever yeah. and they yeah. don't have a strong enough voice to speak up for what's right and he's lost a lot of friends that way and and lost a lot of respect for people he knows yeah and and him saying that he really it's really just sad so six b here's tucker carlson <clears throat> same speech from friday night talking about that there will be a, a a cost sometimes to telling the truth and it's sad when people are willing to go along with the narrative they know is not true just to protect themselves do you look around and you see so many people break under the strain, under the downward pressure of whatever this is that we're going through. And you look with disdain and sadness as you see people you know become quislings, you see them revealed as cowards, you see them going along with a new, new thing, which is clearly a poisonous thing, a silly thing, you know, saying things you know they don't believe because they want to keep their jobs. If there's a single person in this room who hasn't seen that, through George Floyd and COVID and the Ukraine war, raise your hand. Oh, nobody, right, you all know what I'm talking about. And you're so disappointed in people. You know, you are, and you realize that the herd instinct is maybe the strongest instinct. I mean, it may be stronger than the hunger and sex instincts, actually. The instinct, which again is inherent to be like everybody else and not to be cast out of the group, not to be shunned, that's a very strong impulse in all of us from birth. And it takes over, unfortunately, in moments like this, and it's harnessed, in fact, by bad people in moments like this, to produce uniformity. And you see people going along with this, and you lose respect for them. And that certainly happened to me at scale over the past three years. I'm not mad at people. I'm just sad. I'm disappointed. How could you go along with this? You know it's not true, but you're saying it anyway? Really? You're putting your pronouns in your email? You're ridiculous. Yeah, and and he is right. There's so many things people are so insincere about, and they're doing it just because they're afraid that uh, suffering but some of it is so elementary and like say bubby you you found a a young lady talking about some a great example of this uh, because when when you don't have any principles or you know if if people scare you enough you'll compromise what you know to be true you don't even think about oh no wait a minute that's gonna just like what we're gonna have in this other clip we have like when you go all in on trans women even though sincerely you may have some questions about it, you can see now they haven't really thought about the damage they're doing to women. You know, that's because yeah. you, you thought, well, I'm afraid of this topic. And you see it, I've, I've, I've seen it over time with people who make a claim to be followers of Christ. Uh, and they're all in until like somebody that they really love or something that somebody they care about makes a stand against Christ, which he warned us about. And then all of a sudden they change their view on it. And uh, and you're like and that you're like oh wow so so it really wasn't the truth to you it was a it was a truth to me as long as it didn't cost me anything and uh, and so those um, those I definitely understand that and we've been talking about that most of the the people that look like they're all in on stuff they're especially the things that are so elementary they know that this is bizarre but they're afraid that if they say that they'll get in trouble so they just bend. But when you do, then people who are are scary can take you anywhere they want you to go. 
As long as if they get angry, they know you'll change your mind. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Tonight, we interviewed a heroic pizza delivery man called Tyler Morrell, and ever conscious of the opportunity to use our job to get free food, we thought we'd like to taste your pizza. Tyler Morrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. Tyler, it <laughs> is so great, for great to meet you in person. A couple of Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's, established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Uh, Aston, Pennsylvania, and Delaware County. Delaware County, yep. best part of the state. I think Ooh, we have a special cheese pies. We have a special pie for you okay. here. Here's Tucker's pie. So I am, as you can likely tell. A pizza aficionado. I was a pizza delivery boy for two years. Is it years. Uh, warm at all? Yeah, it's totally warm. <laughs> These warmers are just like one of the great wonders of science. And we're gonna, this is sausage. That's sausage. And uh, pineapple. pineapple. And really quick, as a pizza professional, do you look down on this order? Is this I do. I think that. I, I consider a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you did. I used to- I used to deliver pizzas and calzones. I considered it immoral, but I delivered them anyway. It's actually still job. hot. It's actually still hot. <laughs> All the way from it's Philly. It's so good. It's unbelievable. And All you are a hero. Philly. How was your leg, by the way? Your leg was injured by the fleeing armed, the car thief. It's got a bone bruise on it. Down here. Oh, damn. I can see it. Yeah. It's not too bad, though. Were your family and friends impressed by what you did? They were. They're actually here with me today. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, once I've stuffed myself on your pineapple and sausage, and you're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. Um, I'm going to go meet the... Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end a week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week, we're going to just make it of the year, Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. Uh, all right, so Bubba, we have Schumer... Uh, Chucky Schumer, this is a big day for Chucky. He's, uh, he's been wanting to fire people and get people kicked off the air for a while. We're going to let you hear just weeks ago, uh, him calling on Rupert Murdoch, uh, to, uh, to fire Tucker Carlson. So here we go. Five lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight, now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth, and from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such a program, but because our democracy depends on it. Yeah, this is this is when he didn't like that uh, we found out what was actually going on. Well, Chuck again is yeah. the defender of democracy. Yes, I don't know if you notice oh, he sure. defends that a lot. As sure. long as you agree mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. Now, here's the one that's really scary. Five yeah, B. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he's saying here, and remember, freedom of the press is key. Is key to a democracy. Yeah. Look, Fox needs to reckon with the lies that it spread, and it may literally have to pay for the lies that it spread. But Is it the role of government officials to demand that media organizations say things or tell media organizations what to put on their airwaves? Well, you know, it's hardly the first time that people have said Channel 4 should have done this, the New York Times should have done that. That's not unusual. But what has happened here is, John, very unusual. This is not simply telling them what to do. This is telling them, showing them that they have hurt our democracy probably way that no other actor, maybe with the exception of Donald Trump, who used them, um, uh, has done. And so when it's that vital, I think we not only have a right to tell Rupert Murdoch and Fox what to do, but an obligation. And I hope people from one end of the country to the other will call up Fox and say, do what uh, leader Hakeem Jeffries and I asked for, which is stop the lies, say they were wrong, and report the news. You may have a different way of reporting the news than someone else. Fine. But lying is not part of that different way and cannot be. And, and, and just think about that. The lie is always in the eye of the beholder. Right. Well, Keep and, that and, in mind. And just think about the hypocrisy of that. We know that CNN, MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, we know for a fact that throughout our, uh, the history of, of their operations, they have said things in newscasts and made accusations that were not true. And Rick, they, they had presented narratives that were not true. Rick, they push the Russian coercion right. thing on Donald Trump 
six times what the Dominion voting story ran. No doubt about it, okay? Yeah, yeah. No repercussion for that. Chuck's mm-hmm. not going to bring that up because it doesn't suit his political agenda. Right. Uh, he's not going to bring up the fact that uh, that everyone was told they couldn't even mention where the COVID-19 may have started in the Wuhan lab. Right. Couldn't do that. I mean, it, it's really, it's just, it's, it's hypocrisy at the highest level. Yeah, and, and now should we always shoot for truth? Absolutely, one hundred percent. But but all media should, not just Fox. Yeah, and what he's saying is, if we are the ruling party and we have a media source that we think damages us, we'll just tell them what to say. We we'll, we we have not, Bubba. We not only should we. That's it, how they handle it in China. Yeah, we we should be. We have an obligation yeah. and a right mm-hmm. as as politicians, as the government. To go to the media and tell them what they can and can't say. Well, see what happens. It eventually, hey, we, we don't need that, folks. It, it, it eventually <laughs> will work itself out. If you are if you are pushing a false narrative, it will be exposed. Yeah. If you have defamed or libeled somebody, you you can take that case to court. Um, and you know, and still, even on that, I, I think Fox should have litigated that. But um, it, you, it's very difficult to prove defamation you have to prove that they actually hurt you business-wise and that they meant to hurt you business-wise right and, and you also and have in, to- a, in a lot of this though the attorneys for trump brought this this scenario forward so if you're reporting on it then i mean you can't not say what they're saying if you're reporting the story now did they come up with proof that could be proven in court no they didn't right. and and i think that hurt them well no question but then you go back over on the accusations against Trump. Those have been proven to be false, and they're silenced. Right, right. And, and so yeah, it's just it's just the same right. story, another page. Yeah, it, it's silent. So yeah, this is no good. And, and Bubba, you pointed out, and I think you need to always remember this. I don't know that you want to make any group the the truth police that gave themselves an exemption on truth and advertising right. to lie about political opponents <laughs> right. and, and political ads with, with no ability for anybody to have any repercussions. If people gave themselves a license to lie, I wouldn't put them in charge of the truth. It, it is funny. Yeah. It really is. If they protected themselves from lying about each other, you want them to be the truth police? Yeah, and I they're, mean, they're I mean, it makes sense. And what Rick's talking about, if you know, we have laws called truth truth in advertising. Yeah. Okay. You can't just say things blatantly that you know are not correct mm-hmm. in your advertisements. Yeah. And now do people use gray areas sure they or do. catchphrases? Sure they do. And disclaimers at the end. Right. Yeah. And all that good stuff. Yeah. But then when it comes to political advertising, they can say anything they want to and they cannot be held liable for it. And and media sources have to run them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you can't, can't turn it down. Can't edit it. Yeah. Can't uh, disclaim it. They get what's called lowest uh, lowest common rate. Uh, so you know, depending on what the rates are for an, uh, a broadcast outlet, they get the lowest. The depending, you know, and some people who would buy longer contracts and more volume would get a lower rate. Uh, and people that don't buy as much wouldn't get as low a rate. I mean, that's that just, just common sense. The more you get, the cheaper it is. But they come in, they can buy as little as they want to and get the very cheap. They must rate. always get the lowest rate. So, you have to air it at the lowest rate, and they can say anything they want to in it. And, the, and, and the they're going to be the truth police? The reason they've said that is because if, if people start suing us, we'll never get our message out. They'll right. just tie us up in court. Well, couldn't that be said about everything? <laughs> right. And they're going to be the truth police. They'll right. decide. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's that should tell you a lot. It does. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everybody, let's get ready. Six to eight weeks from now, you'll be able to get your very own puppy uh, from <laughs> Greg and Lisa's House of Puppies. Uh, Greg Burgess, Greg Burgess, Greg Burgess. Welcome back. Uh, I yeah. said yesterday, if I had not read the text as I was reading it, oh, I didn't want to send it. And all I did was reply, I can't believe what I'm reading. Uh, also, thought, I, you know, uh, mom and dad, uh, and now that they live only seven minutes from me, uh, you know, it, 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 it's hard what, what they're going through right now. And mom <laughs> needs all the laughs she can get. And I will tell you what, I saw my mama holding her stomach, bent over, laughing as hard as I've seen her laugh. I walk in to pick up dad to take him fishing, and Greg and mom are on the phone, and mom is laughing so hard, she can't even breathe. Uh, Even your own mother loves to hear you when you get 
like well, this. <laughs> me and her had been discussing the fact that I had the dog that took up with us was now expecting. And I and I told her, I hope it's just like one or two, you know. Yeah. It wasn't nine. I think I was on record with the number eight. Uh, look, I'm telling you, these mutts, you, these mutts, there's something about them. They're a resilient bunch, and, buddy, they'll crank them out. I'm going to tell you something. Now, I didn't expect a mutt to pass out. They usually are pretty, yeah. you know. Well, number nine, it's passed out on nine. Do you realize, Greg, though, do you, <laughs> Almost realize, made it. Do you realize what, what that adds to the story? Yeah. That you're there, and you end up watching the over a couple of hours, right? Oh, the, uh, the, the, the ongoing, more than that. Uh, it went on for like six, six the, or seven. The ongoing birth of nine puppies. And about, and about the time there's now nine puppies, mm-hmm. the mother is under so much duress and, and she passes out. And you think for one moment, I have to have nine puppies and the mama's going on. Yeah, me. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, then, it, it started off, I came pulling in the driveway. I'd been to Bojangles. Please look at that thing. house of puppies. <laughs> and, uh. We knew she was getting close because she was really big. And she had been out in the yard all. She'd been out in the yard all day. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd see her walking the yard, and she'd squat. And I said, "Oh no, here it comes." So I pull up. Here comes Lisa running the house. Well, she's had a puppy. I've, I heard her make some kind of. Holler so you out. now have your food. Oh yeah, I'm getting out of the house. Yeah. Anyway, she, and Lisa's found one in the garage, and, <laughs> and Millie just ran off. Yeah. And uh. And about that time, I hear something under my truck yelping, and I look, and she's dropped one beside my truck on her way through. <laughs> That's two. Anyway, so then we get her in, the, in there, and it's you know we think okay, when well, she won't have nothing to do with them, so we're like, well, that ain't good. No, you don't Call want that. The vet, and he's like, well, let me come by and get. Uh, they were closed, but he said I got something I got to go up there for anyway. I'll leave you some of that milk powder because you can't just use milk. He said mm-hmm. you may have to feed them if she won't. We're like, that's good. When did that? All right, so let me I, let me get there. You, like, I was you, when they were just two. You've got your you've got your drive through bags of delicious food from Bojangles, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, it's, you thought it was bow time, okay? Yeah, I did. You, you didn't know you didn't know it was go time. No, yeah, and, it. And, and so you get you, you're ready to eat, and you get out to. She's had a puppy in the garage. Then you look down, and one's been dropped near your truck. Yeah, right by the door. And now puppies are being dropped by this dog They're all over, all back. all over your your, your house and yeah. yard. Okay, yeah. and you, and now you know you're in, and she's not having anything to do with them. So the vet now says, "Now, Greg, you may need to feed me." Yeah, he said, "No, let's hang on. You'll Gosh, give, her, give her a little while. We jumped the gun on that, probably, but uh, but you never know. They all have instincts, but some of them go against the grain. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Especially, see, she's she may be a year old. She's mm-hmm. young. She'd never, you know. Mm-hmm. So then we get her in the garage, and we got the puppies in there. Well, then about ever. So many minutes, she'd stand up and holler out, and there's another one. Greg, what you watched the entire process? <laughs> oh yeah, I'd never seen dogs born. I saw nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it now. Hey, you I, got it. Yeah, you, you, Greg. He said I had to help go. with the last one. Yeah, she fell said, out. Yeah, oh say, no! But well, by the then, I'd seen eight. Right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She passed out with one not all the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bubba. Oh, number nine. I like to call it. Oh, number nine. Count to nine. That's a lot of them. I was prepared, and it's all on me. When the dog took up the house, somebody had let her out. She was skin and bone. By the way, I told Bubba a minute ago that person, whoever that person is, yeah. that did not take the responsibility of their dog, has caught has caused every bit of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a little bit blamed too because I, I thought, man, I need to get her fixed. We're gonna let her stay because we fed her and she got back healthy because she looked skinny, but she wouldn't let you touch her for months. Do you regret the feeding now? Well, yes. Okay. Hindsight. But anyway, all I got to do is take her and get her fixed. And I'm like, I'll do that. Well, I, I didn't quite. Schedules get, get busy. Yeah. And I didn't quite get it done. And, and it cost me. <laughs> yeah, it did. I, I, listen, you let a female dog walk near my yard. I don't care if it's one of my neighbors. I'm taking it and getting it fixed. Right. You'll, fi- you'll fix every female dog I will. With, with, with it a 20 mile radius. So <laughs> now we got eight. And I hope. Look, we're going to be giving them away and At free to a Greg and Lisa's house of puppies. There you go. And uh, they're, I don't know what breed they are. Like you see the picture over there. Who knows what Speedy, go ahead and pick you one out. And uh, no. Speedy's got pick of the litter. That'd be negative. Right. And, uh, well, Adler wants two for sure. Yeah. But it, it was. No, no. It was. For each kid. Yeah, no. we're, we're trying to figure out if we need to put them on the will of me puppy. or if you just bring them in. You know? you Your children were born to adult dogs. They've never had a puppy. That's a great oh. point, Adler. Come on, one My little puppy. My dogs are almost done. I'm almost free. Free right. at last. <laughs> but Sorry. anyway, so yeah, so now I got to deal with them as they, and look, right now, I mean, yeah. Oh, and when she passed out, so we called the, the vet, and he and it's late at night. I'd call the emergency line. Anyway, he said, well, and I'll give him this. You know, they, he called it, he said, her sugar level has dropped. He said, 
get you some syrup. And I'm like, what? Do you have syrup? Get some syrup. No, I didn't. I had to go to Chandler's and get some. And uh, <laughs> Pete lives right is. down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, maple but, syrup. Imagine that call. Any syrup Bye. with sugar in it. Hey, it was pleasant too. And listen, yeah. stuck a spoon in her mouth, stuck it in her again, but she came right back, and she's wow. back in action. Same thing happens to me. Yes, it does. <laughs> Same thing happens. See, this is the beauty of you having put a good syrup old... in my mouth. I wake wide. <laughs> right. Of course, Doctor Barry was tired of us calling. As a matter day. of fact, you know, Greg, the same thing happened to me. And here I am in year thirty. I fed Bub, and he wouldn't leave. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, can't get rid of. Right, but but here's the thing. That's why it's good to have a rural veterinarian. Yeah. He, he knows all the truth. All the truth. Yeah. I called Doctor Barry. He got tired of hearing from us that he day. did. He did. He and, wished. Uh, he wished that the people wouldn't leave dogs out and people yeah. and people would get them fixed. Did you start the call with "Hey, look"? Yeah, but <laughs> he, has, he, has, he, has, he has, actually called. Lisa actually called. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but <laughs> I want to know but if you the were. Syrup worked, and, and she got back, and believe it or not, she's doing okay. Letting them, letting them. But was there a feed. moment that you were let attempting to bottle feed new bu- puppies? Yes or no? Yes, I had to. Because he said, now when she comes back, she's going to be weak, and they've, they're taking a lot from her. So, because I'd done talked to him earlier in the day and got the supplement, he said, use that that I gave you. You're you bottle fed puppies. I did, but they, they weren't, they didn't want to cooperate. They, they right. would rather, but, but, that, but some of but them. But that did. was your world for a while. You yeah, had a bottle right. and puppies, and you were trying to get them yeah, to I take still it. do sometimes to hurry it up because she's got, you know, nine, and there, there's a lot of times there's not enough. Spouts there for all nine. Spouts. And, you know, they're fighting <laughs> over it, so you'll grab one. Yeah, I do that, too. I've done that. We've left like half over here. And Greg, I know that there. Marty, one of Greg's other strays, I know Marty pretended he didn't want anything to do with her. Do these puppies look like Marty? No, he's, uh, he's cut. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he left. I haven't seen him since she showed up. He didn't like her. And uh, How's Mr. Buddy dealing with Let's see, here's the deal. I bet Mr. We Buddy. haven't introduced Mr. Buddy. We've kept him outside. We've kept her locked Greg, in the you garage. better be careful. And we're gonna have to. I'm, no, she's gonna jump him because she yells. She barks at him all the time. Anyway, well, I'd be careful this. about his response. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, but yeah. I, I don't know. We're gonna have to watch. Yeah, but she. Uh, You're right. But she'll run him out. That the local no, chicken snake. Because mm-hmm. she's she's mean to him anyway. Okay. So she'll really she'll run him. Oh, out. she'll be real mean. Then. Yeah. yeah. So he's been. You know, he likes to sleep in the garage at night, but he's been locked out. All Has right. he ever said to her, "Hey, this is my house"? Oh, uh, I mean, he'd been there for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, she, Guys, you, she yeah. took over. Um, I, I've, I've done some DNA matching, and I think, I think I figure out who the father is. <laughs> <laughs> Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, hey, I'd like anybody in in the market for a free puppy with yes. all its shots, and I'm gonna take. They'll be extremely healthy. Yes, and please, please claim them. Hey, there's no, there's no better. I mean, think about being one of Greg's minions. So, you know, I got one of his dogs. Yes. Right. And there they are. Look, they're all kinds of colors. I mean, yeah. you've got all kinds of colors to pick from. We'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the sports world, and we were talking about, this is actually kind of, do y'all find it odd that Aaron Rodgers comes in as the backup to Brett Favre, becomes the starter after Brett Favre moves to the Jets, on to the Vikings, and now Aaron Rodgers, when he leaves the Packers, he's going to the Jets. <laughs> I just find that strange. It's, Bubba, this means you've got him coming to the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, for the second time in 15 years, the Green Bay Packers are trading an aging icon to the New York Jets. That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and this, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, the Jets will get Aaron Rodgers a number 15 pick and a number 170 pick. The Packers will get a number 13 pick, 42 pick, 207 pick. And a 2024 second-round pick could become a first-round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps for the Jets. Which, you know, if he stays healthy, he likely will. Uh, but um, but now I, I, I know that, that Brett got himself into some trouble mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, uh, allegations of lewd no, no. Text, text when he was at the Jets. But did he play well at the Jets until yeah, all that Oh, happened? yeah. They oh, yeah. were they yeah. were uh, the top team in the NFL till about midway through the season, and they had a they fell apart toward the end of the year. Did he get hurt or get two in that season? I, I, for, I think they may have lost some line. Or he, or he was distracted over what was happening. Hey, careful. Greg's know. injured. He's yeah. feeding I know lines. he's injured. Yeah. 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 Careful. I got a lot of good jokes on I, that. I did think it was interesting. Uh, no one has wore the number 12 that uh, legendary quarterback oh. Joe Namath has worn. Is it retired? And Joe Namath has given permission for them to give 12 to So it him. was retired. Oh. I, I guess it would. I don't know if they officially retired it they just wasn't using it, you know, mm-hmm. one or the other. But uh, Aaron Rodgers says he wants to wear his college number, number eight. 
So he does. He's not going to. That's probably if I was going to the Jets, I probably wouldn't want to wear twelve mm-hmm. because of the Namath icon, almost yeah. as a respect to him. Right. Right. So to go back to eight from college, that'd be kind of cool. Unless you're the person who wears eight at the Jets, now you're like, hey, thanks. Now uh, th- this has been big news, this deal, and there's a lot of money tied to it and all that. But uh, you know, one of the things here, and I see this as a footnote. Um, Roger still has to have a physical given by the Jets, and he hasn't had that yet. So I hope the hope it's not. Uh, hope all the mushrooms. Are I was about to say. Out, I hope they know? have no test for peyote. <laughs> um, so um, I don't know how this will go. What? What? I mean, I will say this: when you get some of these wily old veterans that are really, really good, and at a time maybe the best when they're in their era, or at least the top three, when they when they feel like that the team that they've you know, devoted themselves to doesn't appreciate them anymore. They'll usually find a team to give them at least one more good season. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it really focuses them, and they they want to prove something. Right. Of course, you wish they'd have done that when you were still playing. You still had them playing for you. But <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, the uh, sometimes that'll result in a team at least getting one good season out of them. Right. So this marks the end of an era for the Packers. Rick Rogers, who is thirty nine, was a four time NFL MVP. Led them to 11 playoff appearances and one Super Bowl championship in his 15 years as a starter. And unlike Favre, who wanted to return to the Packers uh, after he was uh, unretired, uh, Rodgers apparently wanted out even uh, if he even last summer when he said he definitely wanted to finish his career with the Packers, but uh, that seemed to change in the last few weeks. So there you go. So uh, Rodgers to the Jets, just like Favre went to the Jets, which is odd. Of all the teams <coughs> that they both took, that the, the aging Green Bay Packer quarterbacks. So the Packers had two who will be Hall of Fame quarterbacks when it's all said and done. Uh, which one do you think was more successful, Favre or Rodgers? So Favre went to the Super Bowl – how many did he go? I know he went twice. He won one and got beat by the Broncos in yeah. another one. Is that the only I two? I feel he like went? he went more than that. No, I think yeah. he only went to two. Yeah, I think only two. And Rodgers has been to how many? He's only won one, two, right? Uh, it says he won one. Yeah. But it doesn't say how many they went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it, it gets down to, to sometimes who is the, the – both of them have won one. But how many times has Rodgers been, Adler? It says he's played in one Super Bowl game in his career, from what I can see. Which one? Aaron or Brett? Uh, oh, no, Brett played Aaron. in two. Yeah, yeah. I know Aaron Brett played in one. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers went in 2010. Yeah. yeah. Of, of the two, if I was, you know, now you you got to be careful with our gunslinger friend, but if, if, you, if you were in a bind and I was out there battling, uh, you know, I, I always felt like as a football player that I identified – in football, in the football attitude, with far more than Rodgers. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. If, if if the barn if the barn is up for grabs, right. okay, yeah. the barn is depending on it, mm-hmm. uh, and you had to get down the field to score. I and I had to pick one or the other. I believe I'd pick far. I, I, Aaron Rodgers to me was like a thoroughbred that was a little too moody. <laughs> yeah, where Favre was a guy says, "Yeah, I'm all in. Let's just do he, he it. Was, let's just do whatever." Now sometimes yeah. his his let's do whatever we got to do to win. As you know, Bubba's a Viking fan. Means he'll throw it across his body over the defense. Well, and, yeah, he was a gunslinger. Yeah, yeah, he, was. he was a gunslinger, no mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. But uh, you know, seeing Far, I, I guess too, because we have memories of Favre in college too, and mm-hmm. saw what he did. And I remember seeing the game where they beat Florida State, thinking, mm-hmm. "Hey, something's up here. This this is a real deal." Yeah. And then I, they went on to to win a lot of games, and uh, so I, it, both of them were great. And I will say this because I'm, you know, got gray in my beard and in my hair, and I'm 58 years old, so I get a little grumpy about, you know, attitude of the Aaron Rodgers <laughs> of the world. But I will say this: I, Aaron Rodgers is a fantastic quarterback. Yeah, oh, and yeah. and his his accuracy of throwing is at times incredible. So he is an elite player. Mm-hmm. He really is. When when he when he was in his prime, I don't know how he is now. But I still, I think if you said one MVP last year, right. not last year, but the year before, yeah, I mean, he's a fantastic so, player. Yeah, he's still probably. But I think that if if you said Rick, you he's are now four. you're now going you're now going to coach, and it's going to be Packers, uh, and, and your team's going to have Brett Favre at quarterback in his prime, and and the other team's going to have Aaron Rodgers in his prime. I think I beat that team. I think I'll beat Aaron Rodgers' team with Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean, not, I, not not I don't not, I don't think you make an argument. I mean, yeah. either way, he's fine, not a, not think. not that I think Brett yeah. Favre's a more skilled quarterback yeah. than Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers missed a little something that Favre had that just made him greedy and and a, and a leader. Yeah. I don't. 
You know, I, I, I want to know what they do next. Is this right. Jordan Love the answer, or are they going to draft somebody else? I think they're going with Jordan Love. He's been a backup for like three years. He was a first-round pick, so uh, they're going to have to give him a shot, I think. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm really – you know, I, I'm amazed at these teams that can have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks like San Francisco mm-hmm. did, yeah. you know, like the Packers have done. You know, there's other teams that never have one. I won't call any out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go again. But when you when you look and uh, and you think about it, I may be more interested in how the Jets are going to do than than how the Packers are going to do. Just because anytime somebody gets this kind of opportunity, of course, what in the world does he have around him at the Jets? Have they built a little they, better team? They there? were a pretty good team last better, year. The quarterback right. spot is what hurt them. Yeah. I asked that earlier. I, I don't know. Did you just say you could be more interested in the Jets than the Packers? Yeah, well, just how's it going to go? Stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement Joe. Well, Basement Joe. Bubba, he's he's announcing. We wondered if he was going to run again, uh, and and he says uh, he is going to run uh, for president again in twenty twenty four. And uh, he and Harris officially announced the reelection campaign. Can't believe what I'm hearing, uh, <laughs> but uh, we have um, some of the um, some of the clips today. Uh, involving Biden. Um, now, do we want to? Uh, can we go to one B Adler since he's done another stand up? Um, here he appears to confuse a congresswoman for a man in the Teacher of the Year speech because he's asking for somebody named Jonah to stand up, but Jonah's not the Teacher of the Year, right? It, mm-hmm. It's it's our it, 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 it's it's actually a female who's one Teacher of the Year, correct? Uh, yeah. It is, and okay. her name it starts with the same letters. Yeah, let's but, see, what is but her name, name is not Jonah. Jonah. I don't, uh, so let's let's see what happens here. As, Thank as we, you for the members of Congress who are here today, including two outstanding educating Congresswomen, Jonah, and by the way, Jonah Hayes is Jonah. Where are you? There you are, Jonah, right in front of me. Stand up, Jonah. Jonah happens to be. <clears throat> teacher happens to be the 2016 National Teacher of the Year. Uh, uh, and, and, and nobody knew what to do because her name is not Jonah. But, uh, and, uh, so, he said it a lot. Yeah, he, he did. Really he, made a big deal And she's about a it. congresswoman, not Teacher of the Year. Right. Yeah. Saw, okay. Confuses everything. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. So he's, he's got it all. <laughs> not the Teacher of the Year. <laughs> oh, that's just, just even worse. This is uh, Her name is Johanna Hayes. So number one, oh my, he's not even close. So he's no. he's referring to her not only as Jonah, but he's also calling her Teacher of the Year when she's not. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I said first he said Congress Teacher of the Year. Yeah, he said educators, Congresswomen, yeah, educa- yeah, that are educators. Weird. Maybe she was a former teacher, um, but oh, um, and um, she is a Democratic Connect, uh, rep- representative from Connecticut. Yeah, her Johanna name Hayes. Johanna Hayes. He calls her Jonah. And and tells everybody to clap for her as teacher of the year. Can we watch that again? Yeah. Now with all Stand that, up, yeah. Can we see Stand that again? Soon. Thank you for the members of Congress who are here today, including two outstanding educating Congresswomen, Jonah. And by the way, Jonah Hayes is Jonah. Where are you? Oh, there you are, goodness. Jonah, right in front of me. Stand up, Jonah. Jonah happens to be Stand up. teacher. Happens to be the 2016 National Teacher of the Year. Stand up, Jonah. Was she? Was she then? She was twenty sixteen. Was she then? I'm a congressman that used to be a teacher. Is that what? Maybe he, she so we was. don't know what he's trying. We, to say. How about this? We know her name's not Jonah. That we know. Okay. Hmm. And uh, and maybe and, and he acted like he was saying currently teacher of the year, but then he threw twenty sixteen in there. What he should have said is if if we if he was coherent, <laughs> what he should have said is. You know, we have a Connecticut representative, Johanna Hayes, here. You know, in 2016, she was actually named Teacher of the Year. So former she, educator, and she's a former educator. So it's good to know that our, you know, our 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 you know representatives are made up of former teachers, including a, a former Teacher of the Year, uh, Johanna Hayes, who was Teacher of the Year in 2016. Johanna, stand up. I mean, just just so glad to have you serving our country and helping educators. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah not Jonah. Uh, sounds good to not, me, Rick. It's right, not her yeah. name. I mean, it's uh, stand up. Chuck. What am I thinking? What am I talking about? So he is going to run. So we, we've got more. 
we also have um, in in one A. This is um, ooh, I don't it, like this. What I don't like this kind of speech from no from no. Well, no. we've already had it's creepy, all our kids that kind of thing. Bubba pointed out earlier. Creepy Chuck Schumer told us that the federal government should be allowed to go to any to any media source they don't like and tell them what they can and can't say. Because they're a right. threat to democracy. Right. Yep. yep. In, uh, in their opinion. Yeah. Now Joe Biden is going to let you know that none of us have our own children. All right, so here we go. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. Hmm. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. No. I, I know what he's trying to say. That we all need yeah, to care yeah, about all children. I, I got it. Yeah. Children of the future. Yeah. You know. Of course, if he, if he <laughs> would only, but he really should have said, "Now I'm representing." Show the, them the way. <laughs> I'm representing the uh, current uh, modern progressive party. So I want to be clear. I'm not talking about children in the womb. Yeah. I'm, I'm only yes. talking about those of you that can escape the womb and get out here on the outside. Then we, as the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. will pretend to care about you. Uh, but you don't like when the federal government says that nobody really owns their own children. No. Well, this well, is, like that. That. Yeah. This is going back to what you're seeing in schools now where people want them to be able to reassign Correct. their, their uh, gender without their parents even knowing about it. The sad part <laughs> is the federal government is showing, on Bubba's example, what we really mean is we'll allow you to raise your own children unless you're raising them in a way that we don't agree with. Right. Yeah. yeah. Unless we get to indoctrinate them. Right. Do you guys want Biden's official announcement? Yes, video? I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> January 6th. It starts with January 6th. Of course it does. Wow. Freedom. Oh, my goodness. Good night. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. Apparently not. Nothing more important. Nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term. To fight for our democracy. No, sure. Like a yeah. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. Wow. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up we to can't take say MAGA MAGA rock freedoms, cutting uh, Social Security uh, that you paid for your entire life while cutting they taxes always bring that up, very wealthy, dictating what same decisions women same can garbage. make, banning books and telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. Yeah. More difficult to cheat. Right, yeah. But here comes Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, hugging people. When I ran for president four years ago, <laughs> I said we are in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. Yeah, you're right about the that. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom. More, please. More rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be, and I think you do too. No, we know this what you is want. not a time to be complacent. You're right. That's why I'm running for re-election. Oh. Is complacent I know living America. in Delaware? Yeah, thank you. I know we're good and decent people. Apparently, not. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect. Connecticut, we're treating each other with dignity. Ah. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot uh, to not succeed really. this country. Preferred people. Somebody needs to work on his impersonation. Uh, Every generation of Americans have faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. Fireworks. And this is our moment. <laughs> There he goes running. There he goes running. Oh, boy. He's doing that running thing. And I'm proud of my son. Yeah, right. I'm you, running can, again. I can't even watch that. Can, can you imagine? Don't wow. try to fix something that's broken. Can you imagine being, being the person that, that had to sit down and your assignment was, find me some mo- motivating quotes from President Biden. What did you say? I want coherent, motivating comments from the president that inspire people. And that's your assignment. Put me something together. Can you imagine? Wow. And all they do is just go back to old playbooks, that same old things. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So sometimes somebody just has to take the time to gather all the information in one presentation, and you hope it's a wake-up call. 
because the way things, uh, you know, Casting Crowns wrote the song Slow Fade, you know, uh, you've heard the analogy, oh, if you put a frog in the hot water, he'll jump right out. But if you put him in there and ease the heat up, he'll sit there and let himself boil. We've all heard these things, and, all, and, and it's true. It's 100% true. So every now and then, someone has to go, hey, guys, do y'all realize what we're doing here? And they put together a presentation like this young lady. I don't know who this is. Uh, Bubba, you saw it today and sent it to, to us. Um, looks like she's on some sort of podcast yeah. or, or a show yeah. or something. Uh, she She's talking about, and we talked about it earlier, and we've been trying to talk about this, that you know sometimes you can be forced into a, a narrative uh, so quick that you don't pause and go, now, wait a minute, if we go down this road, that means we're going to compromise this other thing that we tried to accomplish. And she is a, a woman saying uh, that the, this this new allowing biological men who just say they identify as women, I mean, we're talking about some no surgery, no anything, some taking maybe a, a, a hormone pill here or there, uh, but uh, we're allowing them to do whatever they want to do uh, and, and declare them as women on the spot just because they say so. Do we have any idea what this is doing to women, especially women at one time, uh, we're all in on feminism uh, and, and, and the, the women's movement. So uh, listen to her run this list, um, and it, uh, it really clarifies where we are. Let me just get this straight. In the last few years, a biological male has been named Woman of the Year on several magazine covers. A biological male is referenced as a top-ranking female in our White House. A biological male was named the NCAA Woman's Swimmer of the Year. A biological male is making tens of thousands of dollars being the face of womanhood for Nike, for Tampax, for Bud Light, for Kate Spade, and countless other companies. A biological male took home the award for Best Actress at the Golden Globes. Are we really still trying to make the case that feminism supports women when the feminists are completely silent and or cheering on biological men taking over the space of women? Somebody spell this out for me. Well, and see how logical and, and common sense that is, and, and we've said it you know, in our own Rick and Bubba way, does it bother women at all that now men are saying that they can even be women better than you? Yeah. Uh, and um, so it's... Um, yeah, and where is that very active and vocal feminist movement that we had in this country? They have gone quiet. Well, I Can't think find them. I think what's happened, Bubba, in our in the playoff. You know, you and I are big on the playoff format. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, in the playoff, and I I don't know any other way to say it, is you are are watching trans. Really, it seems like women more than trans men, uh, but trans women have now come into the playoff, and they have defeated feminism. Uh, now, if, if if biological women want their voices heard, but trans women are shouting, we tell the biological women, stand by, we must hear from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, and, and if they about- get upset, we're going to cater to them, not if you get upset. Because right. if you want to protect Title IX, all of the so-called people that one time said they stood up for women, they will go silent and they will cater to the trans women. That's what you're saying. You've yeah. lost the playoff. You have, yeah. It is funny. It's almost like they're more concerned with staying Democrat and supporting the liberal agenda than they are actually taking care of females. And that was what they their whole cause was. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, I think they sit in meetings. Somebody says, all right, let's talk right but, now. But let's admit this. Who do we need to cater to? Somebody says, I think we need to go to the trans. The, yeah. the feminist movement, I think they lost a lot of credibility way back. Sure. When they supported Bill Clinton. Of course. Because... He went against everything they stood for, but they supported him because of Democratic, the platform. Correct. And they didn't want evil Republicans. So I think they lost and sold their soul a long time ago. So I'm really not shocked now. So um, I was injured in the break. Uh, so I'm reeling from an injury. Um, uh, apparent, we have, happens, right? when we moved here, you know, we moved into some of the areas were much smaller. And so we we had we had to come up with a way in our little break room because it's much tinier than the full kitchen we had at the old place, mm. and so and it works fine you know if you're not like me an idiot, 
Uh, we have we have the drink machine that Coca Cola provides. You know, yeah. waters and soft drinks and, and things like that. Well, the the microwave now sits on top of it, so at my height, the microwave oven is about my forehead. Okay, <laughs> and so I, when you're looking down to get a drink out of the cooler, you're not really looking up. Uh-huh. Well, apparently, mm. uh, Hemsley says it might have been him. Somebody heated something up in the microwave, <laughs> and when they went to sh- to shut it. Either they slammed the door and it popped back out, or they didn't remember to shut it. However, it happened. Now the door is a sword sticking, <laughs> stick, is sticking straight out, yeah. straight out, to, ready to slice my forehead. And so I come down here to get a drink, and I went wham, and I mean, that hit me, hit me right over the eye. And um, and I looks like the, you were too close to the scope when you yeah, shot. Yeah, it's what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, I spoke in tongues and no one was there to translate. So uh, uh, and uh, at one moment, in a brief moment, but see this one talking the, right before we went to the break. I, I'm I'm just I'm a different person now. All right. But in a brief moment, I wanted to with my with my hands physically kill whoever did. <laughs> just for and, a brief moment. Yeah, it, it, you came in I mad. think it was me. Yeah, we just got bullet head back. I think it was me. Right. And, 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 and I always use the microwave. But it's fine. I cook but eggs now I don't want it, to. But now I don't want to warm up my coffee, <laughs> yeah. and and a lot of times that door, when you shut it, it yeah. does not shut right. all the way because it's, it's it was built. It's ultimately back in my fault for not looking up. Well, but uh, but I, I uh, said he can't relate. He said that's physically impossible. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Okay. Who's in danger? Oh, who's in danger? <laughs> well, one time I'll close the drawer. I'm, that's no, where I'm in danger. One time Adler got hit by. The, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, close the drawer. Well, Adler one time got hit by the drinks that are on the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, inside the cooler. Yeah. Well, uh, you can't notice it, Rick. It's just a big red spot. Nah, it looks good. It bled for for a brief moment. Not so much here, but maybe more here. And as my wife would have said, it looks like you might need a stitch. Uh, But uh, I'm good. Lilo and Stitch. It's fine. You know, know, but see, that's the difference now. By the time I've sat down or whatever and stopped the bleeding, I felt fine. Yeah, wrapped your head in that. But in that that brief moment, (laughs) you know what it is? It's like when somebody thumps you on the back of the neck. And in that moment, if you could get your hand around your throat, you would strangle them. You would literally break their necks and take away their breath. We have, you a, know it. we have a best of bit. We were talking about Speedy pinching everybody. And, and we were all like, Pinching's another for, one. For just a second. I don't like to be like pinched. Like I told him if I was holding a gun he did it, I would shoot him and I'd feel bad later. <laughs> right. But off the cuff, it would pow. A pinch, I get so infuriated when somebody pinches me. I'm oh, talking about, good at it. Too. I'm talking about literally if I had a blowtorch, I, w- I would burn everything <laughs> down. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to tomorrow's edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick, it's going to be a big and busy show. We want you to be a part of all the fun. Give us a call at 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right here on a brand new Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.